I love you, need you. Can you give me what I need? Your love is magnetic, toxic love, abusive love. Keep running back to love, bruised love. Do you love me or do I love me more? Hello and welcome to Therapy Session with me, your girl Zodi where I give you insight of what some people, including myself, may go through during depression. This podcast is about self-reflection, being positive, and walking into a new journey of happiness. Again, this is Therapy Session with me, your girl Zodi. Please make sure you follow me on all social media formats, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also YouTube. Again, this is Therapy Session with me, your girl, Sodi. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Therapy Session with me, your girl, Sodi. I hope everybody is doing amazing today and, uh, you know, happy and well. Uh, this episode's kind of old. I was supposed to um, record this for Valentine's Day. It is now March. Niggas, it is March. What day is it? The 10th? Oh, God dang. Oh, yeah, it's March the 10th. It's crazy already. Like, this month is about to be over in like three weeks. But, um, yeah, it's March, springtime, cold, and... uh we, again, are living in depressing times, but um, today I really want to uh, talk about love and uh, um, not only love in general, but like different types of love. Well, yeah, of course love, but you know how it, it affects people in their everyday situation and especially when you are going through depression and um, going through anxiety and then, you know, all this other stuff. But for me, um, I feel like I'm a, like I want to be in love, but it's, it's, at this time, it's, it's kind of difficult, but I'm trying to, you know, move past this fucking trauma that I've uh, been through and it's hard for me to like get to that next level of trying to build a relationship with somebody else so I've been trying to go on dates and stuff and yeah it's it's like at the back of my mind like I want to do this like I ain't gonna be nasty but like I be wanting to fuck, and I'm just like, I can't because my brain is like, bitch, you've been through some shit, and we don't want nobody to touch us, ah, da, 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 da. but at the same time, I put, I'm being gross, but at the same time, I just, I want to have sex, like, eventually, I want to have kids and be pregnant and have a family, and I just gotta, I, I gotta get myself out of this slump to where I'm able to build a relationship with somebody and, you know, hopefully find the love of my life and get married and shit, you know? But at the same time, it's, like, really hard for me to do stuff like that. But 
I'm trying and I've been constantly like going on these dating apps and shit and trying to talk to people and you know go on dates or whatever and really try to understand my sexuality because I'm I'm like I'm not straight and I'm not like gay but I, I feel like I can vibe with anybody it depends like it could be a girl or it could be a guy like because I'm not really in tune with my sexuality yet because I haven't had that experience of you know dealing with both genders so if basically if I can vibe with you and we click like that then maybe we could grow into having some type of relationship and then grow into having a sexual relationship but I'm neither like I like because at first I thought okay well I'm straight well I like dudes whatever but it's really it's really the connection that you build with somebody that attracts you to them so I'm not really bi I'm not really straight I'm, I'm just like I just I'm just able to you know connect to different people it depends on their spirituality and their energy with mine that we connect and some type of level to where that we can, you know, have sex or do whatever or build a relationship together. But, and the thing about it though, that kind of fucks me up really is I get like paranoid about meeting somebody or going out with somebody because I watch a lot of crime shows like to the extent where I don't want to like go out on dates because what if this what if this happens or what if somebody tries to kidnap me or what if somebody tries to drug me on the first date or whatever so it's very scary at the same time because I get so paranoid when I watch these crime shows and I see all these you know girls be missing and end up dead because they went on this dating app and this guy drug them drug them and you know killed them because they went on a date so that also kind of scares me a little bit to where I don't want to date anybody but again I'm trying to like push this this anxiety of a trauma that I've been through to really find somebody who understands me and can understand the, the you know the things that I've been through in life um and then also, like, I've, like, had, like, like a lot of crushes and, like, not crutches, but crushes in, in my life to where I was, like, like, close enough to where I was able to just kind of break my walls and say, you know, I really like you and I want to go out, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it, you know, it didn't happen they would find out and then, you know, I'd get heartbroken and I'd be like depressed and shit. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. But, um, there was a time and I, you know, said this like in my last episode at my job, whatever it was, I told you it's like one guy, Davis, um, that I have like had a huge like crush on whatever. And it was weird, but like, okay, like I'm like basically his supervisor, or whatever. And I, you know, I can't be involved in that because that's inappropriate. But you know, after I left, I said, you know what, I'm just, you know, try to shoot my shot. 
And, um, you know, when I told him that, he was, like, very surprised, whatever, which was, like, awesome. Like, okay, that's cool that he, like, he, you know, liked me too. But he was saying that I wish he would have told me sooner because, you know, like you too. He's in a relationship. So it kind of broke my heart a little bit because I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm not going to lie, you guys. Like, I was like, I want... I want to fuck him. That's how I felt in the back of my mind. I was like, I really want to have sex with this guy because I feel like it would be good. And and the fact that he was so attractive and tall and he was like basically my type, I was like, fuck. I was like, damn it. So I was very disappointed. And then I tried to get in contact with him again. And then, you know, I basically, I said, I'm going to have the balls and I'm going to like ask him out on a date. So I basically told him, you know, hey, like, I just, like, kind of figured out, do you still like me, whatever? He was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, are you still in a relationship? He was like, no. And so that, they kind of told me, like, hey, I should ask this guy out, whatever. So I did, and I was like, you want to go out for drinks one day? And then I heard nothing back from him. So I'm just like, okay, what the fuck just happened? Like, why did he ghost me? And I'm still trying to figure that why he did that. But I will never know because I'm not talking to him ever again because that kind of, that was emotional trauma for me. Because I'm okay, I put, I put myself out there. I didn't want to do it. I get nervous when I do that shit. So I put myself out there and I told you how I felt. And then all of a sudden you kind of went ghost to me. So that really kind of pissed me off a little bit. So me being the person I am, I fucking blocked him off everything. Cause I was like, I'm not finna deal with this emotional shit because every time I see him on Instagram, I would always, you know, go to a story and see what he was up to. Like every time he had post something on his story. So I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Cause this is emotionally draining for me. It was annoying. So I was like, I can't do this. So I blocked him, but that was it. Yeah. And like, like I, that was like I recently just did that but like I think it was like a couple of years ago like two or three years ago that I went to um a Tyler Creator concert and I was posting stuff you know because I was having the most fantastic time because it was my birthday I'm like okay I'm gonna spoil myself do me so I was like okay I'm gonna go see my best friend I'm gonna go see Tyler so, you know, I posted something and then I posted on Instagram and then all of a sudden I, you know, get this little comment on one of my pictures and it was, you know, it was him. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So randomly message me if we don't fucking talk for like a year or two and you missed. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm here too. I'm like, I said, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You got to be fucking kidding me. This cannot be real. Anyways, I'm just like, okay. Like, I really, like, I really, at that point, wanted to cuss him out a little bit. So I'm like, oh, so you comment on my fucking um, post, but you don't even try to contact me, no, hi, how you doing, all this other bullshit. And, and in my mind, what I wanted to happen, but I probably you know, I knew it wasn't going to happen. 
I wanted him to like come and find me. Like that's what I wanted. Like to him and come and find me so we can talk. That's what I wanted. But you know, that shit didn't happen. So I was very disappointed. I'm like, this nigga was at the same place I was and you didn't have the balls to come and try to find me so we can talk. Cause at that point, like I wanted to talk to him to see what the fuck was going on. And like, why the fuck you ghost me or whatever? So it was it was disappointing. Like I didn't want it want it to kind of ruin my 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 birthday night, but I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? That's how I felt. And it was it was annoying and also very emotionally depressing for me because I'm just like, okay, I really like this guy. I wanted to build something with him, like a, you know, like a good firm relationship and then maybe into something else. But it's like, damn, nigga, like, I feel like you fucked it up. And another thing, it's like, okay, I'm a Libra and he was a Gemini. So I kind of, I'm like, okay, I kind of understood a little bit. I'm like, okay, he's a Gemini. Kind of makes sense. So, and the thing that was fucked up about it, okay, Gemini's and Libras are like compatible. So I was, I was like, why though? Why? This is why are we compatible? I'm like, God dang it. So I was so upset, you guys. I was so upset about it, but I had to get over it. But now I was just like, I told myself I had to, I had to block him because it was emotionally draining for me to just constantly look at his fucking story every time he posted something so it's it it really did and you know in like the week after next i'm supposed to be going to see tyler the creator again so hopefully you guys he won't be there because if he does i might cuss him out <laughs> like no lie i might cuss him out. i'm like oh what up bitch so you had the same place I am. Like, I like I don't know what I would do. I feel, I feel like I would call him a bitch though. Like, cause I feel like it's like dirty to do to somebody. It's kind of ghost them after they kind of just told you like y'all yeah, really like you, whatever, and then you just don't say anything after that when they try to you know go out with you. But you know it's okay. I'm gonna find somebody else who you know will cherish me and. So, like, y'all know I like write poetry or whatever. So, the thing about me is, like, I'm a virgin, whatever, and I, like, I constantly, like, talk about sex, like, all the time. Like, when it comes, like, not, like, all the time, but when it comes to uh, my poetry, I, like, I be writing some nasty shit, I feel like. I'm, like... I look like, bitch, you nasty as hell. But it's because I feel like it's it's something that I want to do. Like, my brain and, like, my vagina are, like, talking to each other. It's like, okay, listen, write this shit down because this is what I want. This is what I need. I need to do it. So write all this stuff down. So they basically have a conversation with each other. And they just tell my hands to write it down. So... And, and the thing about it is, like, all these things that I write with my poetry, it's like, I do want to have it, but at the same time, I feel like my brain is just going to go back to that trauma where a bitch don't touch me, I don't want to be touched, all this other stuff, like, no, 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 like, no, I don't want to be touched, because I feel like my mind will probably go back to 
you know, what happened to me in fucking high school. And and I feel like I will be annoyed, but I'm like, again, I'm trying to uh, move past this situation to where I'm able to connect with somebody and then hopefully connect with them, you know, like, of course, connect with them spiritually before I decide to like have sex with that person because I feel like when y'all when you have sex with somebody it's like it's like energy connection with somebody else it's like to say for instance they have had sex with somebody else before they started talking to you and it's not good you don't want that shit to rub off on you when y'all have sex with each other you know what I'm saying but that's just me. Okay, moving on. So, like, since, you know, love, like, was, we celebrate love last month, whatever, but I kind of feel like we need to uh, celebrate love every day. But at the same time, like, love can be depressing. It's really all in what type of love relationship that you have with a certain person. But if you're like in an abusive relationship with somebody, it it can change your mindset sometimes because some women find it hard to leave the person that they're with because they love them so much. They don't want to leave them. Like the person will hit them and say, oh, baby, I'm sorry, and end up buying them stuff. And then the woman forgives him. And then he ends up doing it again and again and again. And she never like leaves until the point where she ends up dying. But one example I feel like that's like depressing love and abusive love is like euphoria. Like y'all, I've been like I just finished watching Euphoria and I got to say that show is it's fucking crazy to me. Like, everybody's been talking about it. Like, I'm just, like, in awe. Because, like, I watched the the first episode, to me, was fucking crazy. Like, all I saw was peen. Every single word. I'm just like, I feel very uncomfortable right now. Because these people are adults playing teenagers and all I saw was peeing everywhere in the shower. I ain't gonna lie, I kinda laughed a little bit because I saw like like microscopic penises. So I'm just like, this is weird. Like, Sam, you you wrote all this stuff. So I'm just like, okay, this is weird. So going on to love with Euphoria, like Nate and Maddie had the most fucking toxic love relationship I've ever seen. Like, it's it's like ridiculous how mean that Maddie was and so petty and all this other bullshit. And then Nate. Like, everybody's been talking about how, like, some people, like, love Nate and they want to help him. But, like, I feel like I hate him. I hate Nate. 
I hate him. He's cute, whatever. But like the the actor Jacob, he's, he's so cute. Cause like when I first saw him, I saw him in a kissing booth. I'm like, he's so adorable. He's so cute. And then when I go before you, I'm just like, who the fuck is this person? Why is he acting like this is not the same person I fell in love with? You know what I'm saying? You he's Nate is crazy. He's crazy and I, he gets it from his dad. And uh, the love relationship, which I don't think is there any love in that whole fucking family, because that whole fucking family is crazy. Like, the simple fact that Nate found all those fucking pornography tapes in his dad's desk, and this is before, you know, his, his mom had told him, oh, you changed after you were 12, you got really dark, and it's like, okay. Some and some people will contemplate like he was abused by his dad, and I kind of I kind of think he was because after that you know dream sequence when he got beat the fuck up by Fizz, which he clearly deserved, um, he you know he saw all these things like him and you know Cassie being together and having kids, whatever, and then he saw this this you know, him in bed and his dad is fucking him. So I'm just like, something traumatic happened to Nate with his dad. Because, I mean, it had to be. Like, why would you have a dream about you and your dad, had like him raping you? And that's where I think it kind of, you know, coincides with him and Maddie's relationship because they're, like I said, their relationship is super duper toxic. Like they'll break up and then get back together with each other, break up and then get back together with each other. It's like Maddie went back to him after he choked the fuck out of her. And my thing is, I feel like that's also like an abusive relationship with them two because... Nate basically has anger problems and he kept really going back to Maddie and and Maddie just, you know, kept going for it. And then, and I feel like Maddie is a really angry person. And to me, that whole situation was crazy. Like the play situation, basically this whole thing with Maddie, Cassie and Nate is, ridiculous my thing with Cassie is why the fuck would you fuck your your best friend's ex like that's like girl code like to me that's like girl code fuck a nigga before your best friend that you've been down with since day one whatever like why would you do that that's you're being a horrible person and the whole play situation when Cassie tried to make it all about her when she went on stage, which I kind of felt bad for Lexi, but at the same time I didn't. It's like, bitch, you kept asking Fez, oh, is this a, is this a good idea? Is this a good idea? You know, obviously it's not if you keep asking questions to where is this going to be messy up? And obviously it showed when basically Cassie and Nate got upset about the whole situation of <laughs> them being together and, you know, Cassie making all about her. And pretty much Cassie is a hoe. 
she just want she just wanted to be loved by everybody. You can clearly see that because she had sex with a lot of guys, and it's like, so you're basically a hoe. And I understand that you know Lexi and Cassie are sisters, whatever, but. Lexi didn't have to do that shit to her sister. Like, at the end of the day, that is your fucking sister. But this, again, this whole toxic love relationship with Nate, Maddie, and Cassie is is also depressing to see because Cassie was so obsessed with being with Nate that she would change everything about her. Like, her, again, waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning to do this beauty routine just for this one guy who's, like, obviously not noticing you. And in the beginning, he was, in the first season, he was talking mad shit about her before she, you know, got together with McKay because she constantly had sex with everybody and he would make fun of that. So this, the simple fact is she she's obsessed with him and she she wanted to be loved by him and she would do anything and go to the extent of, you know, fucking him behind your best friend. So it's it's a weird love relationship. And at the end of the day, he, um, you know, Nate broke up with Cassie. And another thing that kind of got me just like, what the fuck? The fact that Nate would go to the extent of getting a gun, go to Maddie's house, play Russian for roulette with her, got a fucking gun to her head just to get a tape and then say sorry. She is traumatized now by you because you decided to fucking put a gun to her head just to get a tape and then go back and tell the police, like, go, well, actually go back and give the tape to Jules. And then kind of snitch on your dad already with this USB. So basically, what was the fucking point of traumatizing Maddie, getting on top of her, and having a gun to her head, and playing Russian roulette? Like, and then say sorry afterwards. Bitch, I don't forgive you. Like, what the fuck? Like, you put a gun to my goddamn head. Like, who the fuck does that shit? That's what pisses me pisses me off about Nate. He's he's narcissistic and he's fucking crazy. But everybody has this like love relationship with Nate. It's like, oh, he needs help and you know, he needs to go see a therapist. No, he needs to go to jail. He needs to be in a sale asylum because he's fucking crazy. He beat somebody up almost to death because of Maddie. He made this man turn himself in after Nate choked Maddie. He's like, okay, this is what I want you to do. You're going to go to um to the police and you're going to do this and tell the cops that you choked Maddie at the carnival. And then put Jules in the situation to where, oh, I need you to be a witness or I'm going to tell everybody or I'm going to show this tape to everybody of you, you know, having sex with my dad. Like, what? kind of sense does that make at all like none yeah but that whole relationship is crazy speaking of jewels so like like at the beginning like i didn't understand jewels but now like watching both seasons i just kind of understand her now and truthfully i don't 
I don't like how she is. Like, especially when she was with Rue. It's like, okay, you're you want to be with her, but at the same time, you don't. Like, the whole situation when she was texting Tyler, a.k.a. Nate. Oh, yes, that shit was crazy. So, so the fact that she, you know, kind of prostituted herself with Nate's dad, that whole situation happened. Just like, bitch, you fuck Nate's dad, and now you're kind kind of sending, like, new uh, sexual pictures to Nate. So that, that was fucking weird. But it's like she uses Rue as an emotional band-aid. And that kind of made me upset towards like, bitch, I fucking hate Jules. Like I do. Like it's, it's fucked up how she did her. And then in the second season, y'all are like, you know, Rue was, you know, messing with, well, not really messing with Elliot, but, like, you know, taking drugs with him, and then, you know, like, she say, Jill says she loves Rue, but I, fuck that shit, she don't love her, she just used her as an emotional crutch, which kind of made me mad, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, fucking with Elliot, and then, you know, go and snitch and tell Rue's my, oh, she's still fucking taking drugs and shit and then it's it was it may kind of make me mad like bitch you're not lesbian you you just use rue as an emotional crutch but and go behind her back saying you love her and then you know fuck ellie because at first jules didn't even fucking like ellie because ellie well to her ellie was taking rue away from her and so she, you know, I forgot what episode it was, but it kind of made me mad. So I was like, bitch, why are you getting upset with Rue after you, you know, kind of done all these things with dudes and having sex with dudes, whatever, and you're really not gay. So it was just, it was a lot. That kind of just made me mad. But that love relationship, it wasn't. It really wasn't. It was very annoying and I really couldn't stand you know the fact with Rue and Jules being together but but again like love is can be toxic especially when you talk about a show like Euphoria it's that whole show is like goes goes through stages of depression like a lot of stages of depression especially when it comes to love with all these characters um you got Nate um and then Cassie and then Maddie and then also not to mention Fez and Lexi I like kind of really want them to be together because like Fezzy Fezzy's my bell that's my bell He's like my top favorite because he's so cute and adorable. Even though he's like a drug dealer and shit. But that's my boo. And then also, like, I come to realize, like, Faye, when Faye comes into the scene, she actually, I feel like she has feelings for for uh, Fez. Um, but because I feel like she, she, she protected him and Ashtray when... Uh, 
I guess her old dude came by and tried to record them to figure out, you know, who killed Mouse when we all know that fucking Ashtray did it. So she, the dude was trying to sell them out. So Faye was like, I'm finna, I'm finna protect them. I gotta tell them. And I, I feel like she has, she has love for Fez. I really do. Cause I can see it in her eyes that she does, but well, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen between them. Um, next season like because I, I really want Fez to come like I hope he comes back because that's my boo because I felt like he was like put in the background a little bit this this both seasons like a little bit like because I feel like I want to know more about Fez not just you know the fact that his grandma was a drug dealer and now he's become a drug dealer in uh, Ashtray and all this other stuff so that's like you know like something I want to see like hopefully hopefully Fez you know gets out of jail and him and Lexi can kind of be together because I really I really want them together because they're cute but another relationship and I forgot about this um Kat I like um Kat I wish she would have had like more scenes in the show because I feel like she I feel like I wanted her to kind of be like more of a main character because really all we really talked about in the show is mostly Nate, Cassie, Maddie, Rue, and you know, a little bit of Jules. But we didn't really see the in, you know, inside of Maddie and her love life. Like what was his name? Ethan? Can mean they only show like a couple of parts of their relationship together, you know, when they, you know, first started talking in the classroom and then and you know, when they went to the carnival, they had fun. And then, you know, Kat, you know, kind of got jealous because Ethan was talking to some girl and she kind of said, fuck off to him, basically. And she kind of changed her whole style and basically taking videos of herself, like, on um, on the internet, whatever. And then, you know, she got together with Ethan after she apologized. But I, like, I feel like, I wanted to know more about their love relationship because I feel like we only saw like a couple of scenes of of them together. I think I feel like at least five or six scenes of them together throughout the second season and a little bit of the first season. I feel like I wanted to see more of that relationship. That's just me personally. And like when we, when they were talking about their relationship, Kat was like really depressed about her relationship to me with Ethan because it was one scene she was in the bathroom contemplating if she wants to break up with him and she had to, you know, wrote like a pros and cons. She really couldn't think of anything to to say as cons. So I feel like I wish we could have learned more about Kat because I really, I feel like we didn't know more about her because all we really saw is her you know fucking different people after she first lost her virginity she was sucking people's dick all this other shit i really wish we could have you know learned more about her and then about her family whatever but love there's like different types of love that could send you spiraling into depression like physical abuse and emotional abuse and mental 
that could hurt you, especially dealing with love. And also, not only that, depressing, being like being depressed can have you obsessed with somebody, especially dealing with love. And me, I feel like I, I've never been in love with this person ever, but I just felt like he was obsessed with me. And y'all, you know who I'm talking about, Dean. So, like, I was never in a relationship with him. He was just obsessed with me. And that kind of got me scared at one point because I thought he would try to find me and try to kill me, you know? Because, again, he tried to contact He contact, tried to contact me, like, five times. And I'm just like, nigga, it's been over 10 years. I'm going to need you to get over me, like, yesterday, like, 10 years ago. That's what I need you to do. But love is love is it can sometimes be good but it can also be depressing and it really depends on what kind of relationship that you're in it could be good it could be bad it's like are you emotionally invested with this person are you physically or spiritually emotionally like everything with this person like it can go so many ways and you don't know how to take it, especially if you're the type of person to go through depression and anxiety and you just feel like, oh, well, I'm not good enough for them. Uh, they don't love me and all this other stuff. I'm ugly. Why are they with me? All this other stuff. So those those types of points can, can put you to where you're like constantly self-doubting yourself. If that person actually loves you and you you know, you kind of think they're cheating on you or they're doing these things to you and you you really don't want to be with them anymore. So you kind of just like you block yourself off of them and don't talk to them anymore. But depressed, like, like with a person dealing with those types of things in a relationship can, you know, not only hurt you, but hurt your relationship to where you guys kind of break up. But like I said, it's really on how you, you know, choose the person that you want to be with. But at the same time, all those things can kind of lead you up to being in a depressing hole. But, you know, it's it's whatever, you know. Like, hopefully, I'll be able to get out of that stage to where I can find somebody who love me and can understand, like, I can sometimes be in a depressing state, an anxiety state to where I don't want to talk to to anybody. And they can understand that if they can't, then they don't deserve to be with me. But that's it. Love is depressing. Obsessing over love that may not come. Coming over like an addiction. Going back and forth this love that hurt me, abuse me, use me, bruise me. That's their love for me. This love is just to use me. Scared that this depressing love will haunt me. Guess I would rather be lonely. All right, you guys. I love you guys so much for listening to my podcast. Again, this is... This is Therapy Session with me, your girl, Zodi. Make sure you follow me on all the platforms. I am on Instagram, Facebook, obviously Spotify. 
and follow me on Snapchat and also follow me on my YouTube channel. Because I post stuff on there too. And poems and stuff. And you know, I read my poetry and look cute and whatever. But make sure you guys follow me on, on all my platforms. I would love to hear from you and hopefully talk to you guys. But, you know, thank you. I hope you guys um, enjoyed my little rant and our discussion for today. You have an awesome day, week, month, life. And please try to protect yourself when it comes to dealing with depression and anxiety. And, you know, even with drugs, stay out the clear of that. I know it can be tough sometimes or you don't want to feel anything and you're going through depression but please be mindful of that because it can lead you down to a very 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 dark hole and we don't want that take for example rue so again you guys please safe out stay safe out there i'm sending all my positivity all my love to each and every one of you Okay, guys. I love you guys. I'm out.